Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today, we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 7, titled, Louis the Lilac. In this episode, Louis the Lilac shows up in Gotham City to control the flower children. Because they're the future, I guess. Okay... That's kind of a terrible evil plan. <laughs> That's really, really bad. <laughs> we gotta control the flower children because they're the future. What the hell is any of that? I, I don't even know. I had to say it. I just had to say it, didn't I? I had to call this a flawless season. I just had to dangle in front of myself and in front of my listeners that should this season maintain its current run of perfect, always entertaining episodes every single time, I just had to say that if it maintained that... It would be my favorite season. I had to float that possibility out there. I jinxed it! I freaking jinxed it! This is the first episode of this season. That unfortunately doesn't work. That isn't good. That I found to be underwhelming. Now let me be clear. That doesn't mean it's bad. It's actually not a bad episode at all. As I predicted it would, this lesser arc benefits from being one episode instead of two. If this were a two-episode arc, it'd be unwatchable. But it's only one episode, it's quick, painless, over, and it ended up being just meh. But it's also not good, and it shattered the perfect record. We were five for five. We were doing so well. Damn it. A lot of the problem of this episode stems from the villain himself, Louis the Lilac. Who is awful. He's basically a shit version of Poison Ivy. Like, with his whole gimmick of, hey, flowers and control the flower children... He's how I would expect this show to treat Poison Ivy, but without any 
of the stuff that's actually interesting about the character of Poison Ivy. He's just kind of nothing. He's a big crime dude who just so happens to be real into flowers. And that's pretty much it. Uh, Milton Burl. I think is how you say his name. I can't read my own handwriting. Milton Burl gives a really terrible performance. He's awful in this role. It's just a bad, bad villain. There's really no entertaining stuff to be found in there. And the events of the episode just kind of suffer from that because it ends up being a very bland whatever. Who even cares? So, the episode starts off, opening sequence. Apparently, the GCPD is supposed to be monitoring the flower in that the flower children are having in the park. Why they have to, I don't know. But Chief O'Hara comes into Commissioner Gordon's office and it, and is like, Hey, we're ready for this thing. Also, all the flowers in the city are gone. And Commissioner Gordon's like, Wait, what? How is that possible? Smash cut to Louis the Lilac's lair, and he's bragging like, Ha ha ha, I've cornered the flower market. And somehow this is going to make it so I can control the flower children, and somehow control Gotham City, and then the world... What is my plan even? This makes no sense. This is stupid, but whatever, we're going with it. So, we cut to the flower inn, where the flower children, led by Princess Primrose, actually a name that a character has here, are just sitting around... Being all like, man, it's cool. Just imagine the flowers. Then Barbara walks by and apparently she knows Princess Primrose and she runs over and starts annoying the shit out of her. Like, Barbara is very clearly not a fan of this conversation. And then Louis the Lilac shows up and it's like, hey, everyone, here's some flowers. There's a flower shortage in Gotham, and somehow I have flowers. Don't question this at all. I'm not a bad guy. Wink, wink. So Barbara's just looking at this like, whatever. Who cares about any of this? Uh, and then Louis Lilac mesmerizes Princess Primrose and just takes her away. And then Barbara's immediately like, Wait a minute, what? And that's the opening sequence. So, Barbara's in Commissioner Gordon's office, like, begging him to take this seriously. He's not. At all. He just couldn't care less. So, Commissioner Gordon leaves... And Barbara's still in his office, and he's thinking, and she's thinking, huh, well, Gordon won't take this seriously. I'm gonna call Batman. So she just 
calls the bat phone and as Barbara Gordon, not even as Batgirl, calls Batman. And it's like, hey, my dad won't take this seriously, but I, I think you should really investigate it. Like, I think a flower child was kidnapped and mesmerized by Louis the Lilac, so... You probably should deal with that. I'm not supposed to use a bat phone, but I use it anyway because it's kind of important. I'm just gonna use this voice all the time for talking about Barbara outside of Batgirl because I don't know why. It just feels right. This was literally a spur-of-the-moment thing. Anyway, point is, uh, <laughs> Batman and Robin spring into action to try to deal with whatever the hell this is. Uh, while they're springing into action, uh, in the hideout of Louis the Lilac, Princess Primrose's mesmerizing thing wears off, and Louis the Lilac pushes her into the hot house, which is a whole thing. We'll get to that later. Also, some flower children start to rebel. And they're going to go to Commissioner Gordon's office and demand that Princess Primrose be saved. And then we're back at Commissioner Gordon's office and Gordon's like, Man, Barbara really shouldn't have called you on the bat phone, Batman, but... She did, and that resulted in the only fight we've ever had. It, it all happened on screen. We're not going to actually show you anything of it, but it, it was real bad. And Batman's like, No, Barbara was actually pretty smart to let us in. Uh, we really should check this stuff out. Uh, so yeah, we'll deal with it. Oh, also there's a flower child mob outside. Uh, we should probably leave because the flower children really love Batman and Robin for some reason. So they exit via bat ropes. They go down to the Batmobile and they see a business card for a flower shop. And immediately, without any form of context, they're like, Why? Oh, this is clearly linked to Louis the Lilac. We need to investigate. Somehow, through some form of magic, they're actually correct. And they have stumbled upon Louis the Lilac's hideout. But little do they know, it's a trap! And we know this because Louis the Lilac's like, <laughs> I said a trap. Anyway, so Batman and Robin go to this flower shop. They're talking to the owner of the flower shop. And she's like, oh, we have a bunch of lilacs, even though there's a flower shortage. Don't question this at all. And Batman and Robin are very quickly catching on to like, yeah, this is Louis the Lilac's hideout. Uh, the woman brings out flowers and drops them on the ground. Robin goes to pick them up and Batman's like, wait, no, they could be poisonous. And they end up actually being poisonous, I guess, and Robin's knocked out, and also Batman's hit over the head with a flower pot by Louis the Lilac, and then we actually find out what's in the hothouse, a man-eating lilacs, 
man-eating lilacs. So we get our first death trap in a while. It felt for a while like they were flat out abandoning, abandoning, abandoning death traps. Felt for a while like they were abandoning death traps, but no, we got one. Yay. So they're tied up in man-eating lilacs and they're going to be eaten. So yeah, that's a thing. Uh, as this is happening, Commissioner Gordon calls the Bat phone. Alfred answers, and Gordon's like, Hey, where's Batman? And Alfred's like, I don't know. And Gordon's like, Well, they were supposed to go to the Batcave and enter into the Batcomputer, Louis the Lilac, so, um... Yeah, uh, something's probably wrong. So Alfred's like, Okay, hangs up the Bat phone, enters Louis the Lilac into the Batcomputer. Immediately it comes up with the flower shop. And he's like, Oh, God! I better call Batgirl. So he makes his way over to Barbara's apartment where all the things are happening. So apparently Louis the Lilac somehow caught wind of the fact that Barbara went to Commissioner Gordon. So he had someone follow her home. There's a henchman just on her on the freaking ledge outside of her apartment. On her terrace, that's the word. There's someone just outside her apartment. And the dude just comes in as soon as she calls him out. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm here because Louis the Lilac sent me. And Barbara's like, I'm calling the, I'm calling the police. Because this is real bad. You, you're, you're standing outside my terrace. You follow me home, so... I'm calling the police. She calls the police, but... The dude also yanks the telephone cord out of the thing, so... There's that. Then Barbara locks herself in her bedroom. And the henchman just goes along with this. No issue, just... Oh, you're you're locked in your room and you won't come out? That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. And then after a while, Batgirl comes in through the terrace and is like, Hey, you should not be doing this. This is real creepy. And the dude's like, Meh, I don't care. And Batgirl, like, kicks his ass. But then Commissioner Gordon... Having been real worried about Barb, just rushes into the apartment as Batgirl's leaving, and way too quickly, Barbara comes out of her room and is like, Uh, yeah, so, someone followed me home, and it was real creepy, they ripped out the telephone cord when I tried to call the police, and so I locked myself in my bedroom and totally didn't dress up as Batgirl and kick his ass, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a thing, but I'm fine now, really. And Commissioner Gordon's like, okay, I guess I'll leave you alone now. And not, you know, be with my daughter after she just suffered a really bad break-in. Okay. Then Alfred comes in through the terrace. 
everyone has to come in through there. Everyone. That is the official entrance of Barbara's apartment now. And Alfred comes in and is like, Hey, uh, Batman and Robin went to this place and they never came back, so you should probably check that out. So Barbara, dresses up as Batgirl, goes to the place, and as this is happening, Louis the Lilac's having a bit of a fail with the flower children. Uh, she's having a, or he, rather, is having a mesmerized Princess Primrose giving a speech about how great Louis the Lilac is and how they should all follow him. And then in the middle of it, the, the mesmerizing wears off. And she's like, no, this dude kidnapped me. You really should hate him. So Louis the Lilac's like, oh, I didn't plan up for this at all for some reason. Uh, 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 escape! So that's happening. And then as Louis the Lilac is going back to the hideout... Batman and Robin are doing their own little escape. Uh, which is basically them just throwing a flower pot through the window. So a blast of cool air comes in. And the man-eating lilacs just die. Somehow, I don't even know. But anyway, they escape, they're free, yay! And then immediately there's a fight. Boom, bam, pow, all the words... Batgirl shows up at one point with a spray can of mildew. So, she's going to spray shit with the mildew. So it gets all moldy and dies. And she sprays Louis the Lilac in the face with this spray can mildew. <laughs> it's so great. <laughs> he emerges from the ground all moldy. It's just oh god. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's really really dumb. So anyway, they've captured Louis the Lilac. That's all good. They saved the day again. Batgirl's disappeared. Uh, everything's great! Yay! And then we get the final scene where Batman and Robin, as they're dealing with Louis the Lilac, just see Egghead and some chick named Olga on horses. Randomly. Out of nowhere. And that's where the episode ends. That was not good. <laughs> that was so dumb. What was any of that? That was so incredibly mediocre, and it is the first subpar arc of this season. God. Why even? Yeah, hopefully whatever uh, whatever that egghead thing has in store is not as stupid. Because I kind of like egghead in a so-bad-he's-good kind of way. So, there's that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, we get back to the semi-perfect record of good arcs this season so far. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash Archive, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows.
and you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 8. Talk to you then.